it's what makes a Subaru a Subaru. <laughs> All right. That's enough of the shenanigans. Shenanigans, shenanigans. Um, Wanted to try something new, so there you go. Something new. It is Sunday. There is a lot of things going through my head throughout the week, all the way up to this point where I started recording this episode that I really wanted to share with you guys for hopefully good reasons to spread love, understanding, communication, etc., etc., to spread goodness. We should spread goodness. We should try to spread good things into the world. What we perceive, what we think of, what we believe turns into actions and turns into reality. So let's do, you know, output positivity in a healthy way, an organic way, not in a passive aggressive way, not in a way or not in a blind way either. So let's not spread love, goodness, kindness in a passive aggressive way where like we make the person who is not spreading goodness feel bad. That doesn't work. It's kind of like that's the opposite of the message we're trying to spread, right? So we have to be kind and we have to put, spread positivity. So it's kind of like, have, okay, here's the thing. I want you to do something for me. This is so true. When I'm sitting in a room talking to my friends or talking to a group of people, it is fascinating how something can go from positive, optimistic, uplifting. We're talking about our futures, our dreams or whatever, to something negative because somebody introduced something negative and, and you could just feel, I want you to do this, you can literally feel the energy shifting and you can feel people all of a sudden talking more negative. It's, it's fascinating to me because it's true. It's not because it's fascinating because it's a theory. It is true. Let me, let me, okay, here's something else I want you to think about. Uh, we can transmit uh data hours and hours and hours of video data meaning uh, a movie a documentary uh we can transmit pictures and like just like if this if if that was in in some sort of physical location we can transmit a whole building's worth of information and data and streaming over nothing N between two places over nothing. What does that mean? That means without a wired connection, without a wire, without a cable. My phone can download, if you will, a um, massive amount of data, massive amount of entertainment, information, uh, amazing things, all without a cable. You have to think about it. There's nothing, no physical there's literally, this is when we say literally, you, a lot of times it's being misused, as, as you know, the word literally is misused all the time. But in this case, literally, there is no connection between my device, my phone, and let's say my laptop or uh, a server somewhere in Virginia. 
there's literally nothing in between those two places where or my at least my phone part doesn't have the connection so my point is if okay what i'm trying to get at is simple it's all connected to what i was saying right before it so if the energy shifts in a group of people and my phone can download things without a cable my point is why can't we believe this human energy aspect why is it so hard for some people to believe that there is a collective connection amongst us there is a um we are connected to each other whether it's a group of people in a room or i also believe uh a group of people far from each other completely distant from each other there is some sort of connection between us because if if you we know for a fact that you can affect a device without a physical connection like you don't have to the device does not have to touch another device in order to set something off to to create a movement to start recording to start moving everything is done over wi-fi wirelessly bluetooth bluetooth if that helps so if you believe no you don't have to believe that that's just reality but if if that's reality then then how come some people have a hard time believing that we have energy that transmits between people the people are the devices and we're connected to each other so when everybody's fearful bad, bad things happen we, we 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 just you know everybody's scared we act on it and, and and that's that's what happens but when we remind each other like hey the world is not so bad at all in fact it's great my opinion is very different than 99.99 percent of people i've noticed because I've very rarely met anybody who believes what I believe, which is the world is not only good, but it is excellent. And that's regardless of what happens to me today or tomorrow, good or bad. It remains because you cannot convince me that the world is bad. You can't. Even with all those horrible things going on, it's just the fact remains that 99% of the world is breathing 99% of the world is living there's still this the moment itself in this any one moment things are good are there are they perfect in the sense like there's nothing bad going on no but there's a reason for that too and and think about it this way imagine okay when when reality came into consciousness if you will if reality came into consciousness, if, 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 if all of a sudden there was a thing called a thing, then think about this. Um, you cannot create the thing without creating nothing, meaning everything has to define each other. Lao Tzu, Tao Te Ching, right? I don't, I don't know how familiar you are. I don't know why I assume my listeners are familiar with it. But if you're not familiar with it, oh, lucky you. You get to listen to it for the first time and hopefully you're going to fall in love the way I did because I fell in love. I could not believe my ears of when I was listening to the YouTube video narrating the Tao Te Ching. Um, it was just like, wow, blew my mind. And I listened to it so many nights at night before I go to sleep because it's just, to me, per it's the closest thing to the perfect truth. Um, anyways, Tao Te Ching, uh, long, defined, uh, long and short define each other or come before each other, like, it, it, or they do it in such a way I will never do justice. But Tao Te Ching is saying that, you know, you can't have short without long, you cannot have uh, uh, tall without 
you know, that's a bad example. You cannot have uh, uh, good without bad. You cannot have light without darkness, etc., etc. So, meaning, if we exist, then there must also, if if there's existence is beautiful, like heavenly, there must something to balance it off, if you will. That's not a see. I didn't do a good job there. Uh, my point is, when life was created, there has to be something. You, you have to. Uh, you have to understand there has to be non-existence. Existence only makes sense if there's non-existence, right? So nothing, something can come from nothing, etc. So, but then if you follow that logic and you keep going, you, you realize, okay, let's say, let's say you are the creator, right? Uh, just for argument's sake, if that makes it, you know, a little bit easier to understand, and you wanted to create, and you're like, okay, I want to create a world, and obviously you're going to pick a beautiful world, a perfect world, a heavenly world, because why wouldn't you? I mean, no one is a, I mean, unless, like I said, uh, you have some sort of, I don't know, unless you're somehow detached from your humanity, there's no way you would not pick that. That's just every person that's connected to that humanity would pick a beautiful place, a place without war, a place without blah, blah, blah. But then you realize, well, I can't do it because there has to be some sort of contrast to it. There has to be some some sort of opposite to it, meaning like how do I tell people that this is beautiful without showing them also ugliness, right? You follow me? Okay, with that logic, what I'm trying to get at is this. In some genius way, the essence of life, which somehow is connected to us in a weird way. I hope I'm not losing you and I hope I'm not weirding you out. Uh, this is not stuff that I just came up with. This is stuff that I've read in a few sources and kind of like found the common ground, if you will, amongst them. But my point is, you want to have beauty. You want to have all these good things. So, But you don't want to make it half-half, meaning you don't want... I'll give you a very good example. You you want to create a beautiful world, so you create a blue earth, a beautiful blue-looking earth. You know, the sky is blue, the water is blue. It's just beautiful. It's beautiful because, again, there's colors that are not so beautiful. Brown is not as beautiful as blue. It can be, though. But, you know, like the the fact that this world is this, this beautiful blue color is just amazing. Then there's greenness. There's greenness. There's blueness. But ima- okay, but you're like, okay, I'm gonna create this world that's bl- blue and green. It's beautiful. Well, I gotta make only half of the earth blue and green because the other half would have to like define it. So the other half will be ugly and dark. So there will be like a bright side of the uh, of earth and then will be a dark side of the earth. But it, that's not the case. Have you noticed? <laughs> have you noticed? Of course you've noticed. You. <laughs> It'd be weird if you didn't notice. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, the whole world is. Uh, beautiful and how does that how does that work is if, if if my argument is that everything has to be balanced and and it has to be has to be presented with some sort of opposite in order to exist how does that even make sense right well here's the genius of life the genius of life is that the bad is embedded into a software versus a hardware if that makes sense I really hope I'm not weirding you guys out <laughs> I really hope that's my only hope right now is that it makes sense if you think about it, okay. My point is, you put the, some of the bad things into something that's not true. It's a software. It's not hardware. It's not. It's not that half of the earth is ugly. The whole world is beautiful. The whole planet is beautiful. Even though, yes, you can argue we're killing it with our actions and and all these things. And and hopefully we'll turn that around. I have. I'm very hopeful that we will. Because um, even the worst person doesn't want to live on a planet that's that's gone bad um so my point is 
in a genius way, you put it as a software versus a hardware, meaning you put it as something less uh, tangible, something. So you put it in people's heads, meaning the darkness actually exists not out there. Reality is good, but the darkness is in your head. So that's what a lot of my episodes are about, right? Uh, understanding your uh, your darkness, your mental, uh, the darkness that we create mentally uh, in our heads. That's what. Um, that's exactly what most of my episodes are about, and it's about understanding it, how to work with it, and thriving with it. This is the important part. Again, this podcast is not about just the addressing the negative issues. Also, like how to not only manage it, not not only to view it, but how to like thrive, like how to like like okay, this is, you know, what is the best human way to deal with inner struggle, inner darkness, right? And so first of all, you got to be grateful that it's in, in your head and you have control over it. So not only is it in your head and not reality, wouldn't you, like I would rather have it in my head than have it out in reality. If it's out in reality, meaning all the negative darkness in reality, then when half of the world would be at war, would be dark, would be lights out, would be cold, would be unlivable, would be the exact opposite of the beautiful part of what the earth is like. So I would rather have that whole world being beautiful, but the darkness being in my head and then that way I can overcome it, I can manage it, I can, you know, I have control over it. So that to me is in a way better. Um, or I don't know, maybe some of you will disagree. But in my opinion, that's like a genius design of life. Like, okay, so if everything has to be 50-50, if beauty, if there can't be beauty without ugliness, then, you know, the ugliness is just a, a, a mental state, it's the inner state of the humans, not the actual reality. And so, but the, in, in, in a genius way, we can control that ugliness, if you will. We can make it beautiful. So we have control of it. Which is, so in a way, the kingdom of heaven, if you will, is I, this Christian notion, which I'm not too familiar with. But I, like, again, I'm putting the pieces together and this is all coming down to like some sort of, uh, the, it's coming down to the same thing, which is that, uh, that the place that is, my understanding at least, and correct me if I'm wrong, um, that there is a place, a time when things will be perfect, will be beautiful. And if there's such thing, it's not after we die, we go to heaven. Maybe, I don't know. I wouldn't know. How would I know, right? So, but, but it could also be here on earth. And if we want to achieve it, it's within. Meaning that overcoming the darkness within will align ourselves with the reality on the outside, which is beautiful. So everything is beautiful in and out. Okay. You follow me? Does that make sense? I, I really hope that makes sense. Um, I am grateful for the ups and downs. I'm grateful for both good and bad. Uh, I'm grateful for the variety and the the differences amongst us. For example, uh, I was listening to Bill Burr, the comedian, and he's another comedian that I like, uh, but he's very opposite or very different from Pete Holmes, who is a very love-oriented, spiritual-oriented person. Bill Burr is the least spiritual, if you will. He probably is spiritual, I should, but he probably comes across as the least spiritual uh, and least like loving type, lovey-dovey type, you know? So he's very like loud, very like, uh, definitely politically incorrect by most standards, but they're very opposite. 
between the two communions, but I like them both. And this is very important. If you don't understand this about life, you're not understanding life. That life is beautiful, not because we're all the same, but because we're different. So there has to be Pete Holmes and a Bill Burr. But here's the difference, okay? The difference between Pete Holmes uh, contrasting against somebody like Bill Burr is that they have a commonality amongst them, which is that they're very different. One person is very lovey-dovey, spiritual, and you think that, and he's 100% convinced that his truth is the truth. He will, Pete Holmes that is, and he, he would never say it probably because that goes against the spiritual sayings. You don't claim that you know stuff. But, you know, but I'm sure he he follows these things because he believes in them, right? Because otherwise what, it, doesn't, it wouldn't make sense, right? You don't believe in something unless you, you know, act on it and believe it. And so anyways, uh, I don't know if I phrased that actually correctly. But my point is, uh, so, you know, Peter Holmes' philosophy seems perfect, seems right. But then Bill Burr's philosophy is also right in many ways. But there's a commonality, back to the commonality, which is that they're both not going to be uh, murdering somebody. They both agree that harming each other is bad. So there is some sort of common ground amongst all humans, no matter how different we are, which is like, and that's just that we're not going to harm each other, that we're going to allow each other to be different. We're going to allow each other to... So my point is, we have to accept everybody. And, and, no, and no matter how difficult it is, even if it's the Fox News anchor, we have to learn to that hate them let's start there i mean i don't know maybe i need to i don't know maybe this podcast is going too far i guess uh but that's just my two cents i guess you know and uh and i'm just trying to say that i'm just fascinated by you know how different people are and how we're still i mean imagine a world where we didn't have this comedian bill burr you know it would be sad it would be a world less less beautiful because bill burr makes part of this life is beautiful because he exists you know that we have jokes that he makes you know they might be offensive to some people yes and i don't i don't personally believe in offending people you know for in, in most i mean yeah i think generally speaking i don't believe in that but at the same time he he doesn't have that malicious intent to harm people eliminate them stop them he doesn't do that you know he does his jokes and he lets everybody else be, tell their jokes, if you will. Let each other, let let us allow each other to tell our jokes, you know. And don't, you know, let's just agree to not harm each other. Not, I'm not going to harm you. And I'm not going to invade your house. I'm not going to go into your house and take over. I'm not going to invade your country and take over. I'm not going to uh, hurt your family. I'm not going to, let's all agree on that aspect. How about that? Wow, this, I feel kind of crappy talking about all this stuff as a nobody really so that's kind of my struggle if you will you know i'm like then like i'm recording i'm talking about this i'm like whoa why are you talking about this who are you you know and that's that's that voice in our head that uh you know what i realized about that voice it's a bully yeah it's a bully this this is this is out of the umbrella of protection so this bully comes like hey i'm here to protect you man you know, like, make sure you don't do anything stupid. Make sure you don't do anything that embarrasses you. Make sure, like, it's just that that bully, that, that, that voice that always is nagging and always, like, you know, always saying, like, oh, they're there to protect us. Are they really, though? You know, so what? I make a mistake. And so what if I do, 
record something that's crappy? So what if I record something that's offensive? So what, you know, it's better to have done and learned to, than to never have tried at all, right? My job is to improve though. That is, I hope that's the part I do where I'm learning, hopefully I'm growing and I'm, you know, that's my job. That's the only thing I have to do. I have to move forward no matter what, no matter if, if I suspect my actions are not pure, not good, or they are, I don't know, you know, but at the same time, the only way to find out is to do them. And, and what, but again, back to like certain principles, there's certain principles, you don't harm people, you don't offend people. And I'm not trying to do that. Hopefully, you know, there's times when I do feel like, oh, I want to, I want to tell jokes and some of these jokes might be offensive. And I'm like, you know, is that really a good way to go? I don't know. You know, I, I guess if you offend them with the right intentions and the right aim, it's, I guess, fine. I don't know. Who knows? Really? I don't really know anything. That's the one, only thing I do know. Socrates, greatest saying of all time, probably top five, <laughs> top, top five best quotes, you know, um, uh, I know whatever he said, I'm the wisest because I know that I know nothing, um, uh, something like that along those lines. So the point is just realizing that, you know, nothing is, is incredible. And it's so true. We don't know anything. It's like every time I think, and every time I say these things, I, the next thought that follows is what do I know? Nothing. It's true. I know nothing. I'm here. You are here. You're listening. Hopefully, uh, I'm talking and we know nothing, but at the same time, I do know that I'm here, right? So if I'm here, I put two and two together. Okay, might as well do something that makes this place better. Because why is better than making it worse? Because better feels better. Better is something that increases life. Making a place better, loving something. Because sometimes I think how arbitrary that is. How do you define good and bad? What makes something good and what makes something bad? Like what is... What is the thing that makes, why should we do good instead of bad? So that, that crossed my mind. I'm like, huh, what is the actual reason for doing good? You know, it used to be the old school thinking uh, to get people to do good is religion, right? You know, if you do good, you go to heaven. If you do bad, you go to hell. Well, obviously that doesn't really work. Sadly, it still works on so many people, but that doesn't really work for somebody who's evolving because that's what we're doing as human we were supposed to evolve imagine if we stayed the same how boring would that be if we stayed the same would we not be neanderthals i don't know if i use the right term here but like wouldn't be wouldn't be wouldn't we be primitive think about it. would you want to be primitive or do you want a story that includes evolving uh, do you want our story to be something about us evolving right you want something about us evolving so my point is okay put just the simplest things together simplest logic you want us to evolve, we're evolving. Religion at some point said, you know, if you do bad, you go to have, uh, uh, if you do bad, you go to hell. If you do good, you go to heaven. Now we need something else because we're evolving. So why do good? Because I tell you why, because good feels good because good enhances your life because good, even if it's the most selfish reasons that I'm trying to use selfish reasons to make sense of doing good and avoiding bad. So the reason, and you're like, well, doing bad kind of feels good. Yeah, but have you noticed the difference between doing the doing good bad and the doing bad bad? No, the doing good bad. No, the doing good good feeling and the doing bad good feeling. Wow. Uh, have you noticed something about it? They're not the same. The doing bad feeling good, meaning, you know, sometimes it feels good to just 
break something, do something that, you know, even maybe, God forbid, you know, harm somebody because you're so angry because that person hurt you, you know. So even if you get to that point, it, it, like you're saying, some people might say, oh, it feels good. But it's a different good. It's a type of good. It's like an artificial good feeling. It's like a high, if you will. It's not a good high. But then if you do good, like you do something like, you know, you help somebody in such a desperate, that, that is in such desperate need that will thank you for the rest of their life wholeheartedly for what you've done for them. And you do it in secret, even better. So you didn't do it in public. You didn't do it for for social media. It feels, it, it's a different kind of goodness. There's something, all of a sudden the world is good. All of a sudden you feel good. You feel confident. You feel happy. You feel lighthearted. You feel all these good things. They're like, oh, it's so much better than the bad good. The bad good is just this high, this rush. It's a body high. And then this good good is like a, a like a soul high, if you will. So my point is, if we ever needed a reason why to do good versus bad, it's because it's you gain the most out of it. So when people do bad, they don't realize this. They're like, oh, whether they're scamming people, which I will never understand. Well, I shouldn't say I never understand because I was not too long ago. I didn't understand anything. I, I mean, I still don't, obviously, but like I wasn't aware of even these things where like I could have done bad things and, and thought that, like, OK, yeah, there it feels good. You know, it feels good to rip somebody off, which I didn't do, by the way. But it feels good to do something like. Uh, oh, like, like, let me give you like dumb examples, like little examples, you know, maybe uh, those are not good examples. Maybe they are. I don't know. But like even like um, streaming uh, illegal movies or doing something that you're not supposed to do. You know, I'm, you know, I back in the day when I was younger, I used to rip music, rip, you know, uh, videos that were copyrighted. And I didn't think much of it. You know, I just did it. Everybody else did it. No big deal. Blah, blah, blah. Moved on. Now. When I try, when even when I watch something really, really badly, I try and I still have my old feelings, my old legacy f feelings and triggers where like I do sometimes consider like, oh, I could just stream this on this side. It's illegal, but I really want to see this and it's nowhere else available. It feels better to do the right thing. It really does. We're like, okay, I know who I am. I know who I want to be. I know what life is. And I know that even though right now I don't have the love of a wife or the love of the children next to me, you know, the, the love that I'm seeking. Uh, even though I don't have that, I still want to do right because one day those things might be true. And, and I want to be the person that did the right thing before getting to that point, if that makes sense. I always tell my friend, um, really good friend of mine for 20 years. We always talk all the time. Uh, his name is Idris. Um, he, he, me and him talk all the time and I was telling him, do something that your future self will thank you for. Will your future self be proud of you in this moment? Like in this moment, we're so caught up in like these, these negativity, these uh, anxiety, and, and then it's easy to make a decision that's not optimal, not good. But, you know, make the decision that a future self of you would be like, you know what, there was a time when I was going through a tough time and I could have done this, this, and that, but I didn't. I chose the right thing. So be that person. Be that person that you can be proud of. That doesn't mean that doesn't mean you will not make mistakes. You will make mistakes. I make mistakes all the time. Sometimes people ask me for money that are in desperate need, and I end up not giving to them because I felt like it was not the right call. Then I feel bad. 
And I'm like, oh, I should have done that. You know, I'm not a good person, blah, 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 right? So my point is um, do the right thing. And it will include mistakes. Forgive yourself. Don't listen to that bully in your voice. You know, it's always there, always bullying, always. And that bully has nothing. And you can't hate that bully, by the way. Like that voice in your head, you know, that voice in head. You know what I mean? I'm not talking about like literally a voice talking to you. Like, you know, uh, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about like, what, you know what I'm talking about, right? Like everybody has, since the beginning of time, people have talked about this. A good angel, bad angel voice, whatever. Like there's, you know, there's part of you that's there to, I guess it's there for the protection, for your safety. I guess back in the day, maybe. You know, it's easy to get killed. You know, it's easy to get, uh, it was a very uh, dangerous world, very primitive, and you needed that voice to protect you. Uh, maybe, I don't know. Uh, I think that's that was my understanding based on something I read in the past where like some of these feelings are legacy feelings that are not needed anymore. Now we have to learn how to overcome them. So anyway, so don't listen to that bully. Um, in a way, it is a bully. Uh, I'm sick and tired of listening to that voice. It, it took away most of my life. You know, I ended up, not doing any of the things that I sh should have done and, and I don't that I should have I don't believe in so let me rephrase that um, without that voice you know I would have just acted and not looked back what would Will Smith do back to the name of the podcast well one of the things that I learned from him and from anybody else who lives their life purpose or their life whatever their full life is that they do and they don't look back and they don't question it you know something feels right they follow it and then they don't look back the rest of us, we we uh, kind of ignore signs or things that come our way, good things come our way. We don't act on our inner self, our intuition. We just doubt it, and then we never act on it. So, and then the difference between us and them, if you will, if you need to separate those two people, groups of people, is that the people that are successful, not successful, it's a bad word. There's some words that are just overused and abused, but uh, those people that are living a... Uh, an incredibly beautiful life that is true to themselves is and the people that are living in fear if you will is because we always doubt ourselves we always question ourselves we always get scared no go for it be horrible even if you need to be how many people have said that you know when they started off they were horrible you know i can't imagine eminem being horrible when he first started rapping but he probably was you know so start off horrible find your voice keep going that's what i'm doing with this podcast part of it you know, I took a break from TikTok because they're not doing well, but I got to, I don't know, uh, but I got to move forward. That's just my personal thing. So anyways, um, thank you so much for listening. You guys are amazing. Um, uh, one more thing I want to share before I let you go. I just want to share with you a beautiful, beautiful title of a book that I just heard uh, uh, on my favorite podcast that I listened to. Uh, you Made It Weird with Pete Holmes and Valerie, and I forget Valerie's uh, last name. Uh, they're married and uh, their podcast is just amazing. Uh, definitely, 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 definitely recommend that. They're very lighthearted. So not as serious as this, you know, and you might get sick of the seriousness of this. And I wish I could make it more lighthearted. Maybe I will. One, one of these days I'll figure out a way to make it lighthearted. Uh, but those two are just hilarious. They're funny. Uh, they talk all about uh, all, the, all those things that we talk about and more. And then, you know, anyways, they mentioned the name of a book that just, I loved so much. Uh, Valerie, I think, mentioned a book named, and you ready for this? Um, it's called uh, Love is the Answer. Wait, what was the question? So I thought that that was such a beautiful 
beautiful name for a book. It's just I couldn't stop thinking about it. Uh, I felt tiny bit jealous. I'm not gonna lie, because like that's the type of title I would have picked for a book if I ever wrote one, you know. And and that would be like that is such a beautiful title because in so many ways, if you think about it, love is the answer. What is the question? Is you have to understand something about that. That in itself, if there is no content of the book, if there was just the title and they sold just the title, it's good enough. It has a whole, whole library behind it of knowledge. And I won't, I won't dissect it. I won't. I hope you got it. I hope you got the incredible beauty of that title. So I don't know who the author is. I'm probably going to read it. It might not be as good as the title, the content. It might, it might not be. I don't know. I'll find out. But yeah. Anyways, uh, I wanted to leave you with something beautiful. I thought that was beautiful. Um, also, I want to leave you with just some personal stuff that I like to get off my chest. Um, going, life is beautiful. It really is. And sometimes I get blown away. For example, how incredible my life is at times, even though it's I'm missing the love aspect in many ways. But I'm working on that. You know, um, I'm working on that. And it's, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know what? If I do have a prayer that I came up with, come up with a good prayer. You know, whether you're religious, God believing or not, I don't care. I don't, I don't understand religion personally. I think all religions are true and false at the same time. My point is, I do believe in prayers in a way. There was a time when I completely went away from prayer and then I came back to prayer. Come up with a good prayer. So a good prayer for me personally lately have been, uh, God, Please allow me to learn how to love. Please allow me to learn how to love and receive love. That is one of the, the biggest things on my mind when it goes, because I realized you can you can pray for being the funniest, the richest, most famous, most successful, most whatever. You can pray even for health. But one thing that will blow everything out of the waters is when you learn how to love. And receive love because once you learn how to give love you receive love all right I mean that's what I realized because I wanted love then I realized wait that's not right that doesn't seem right how can I ask for love if I don't learn how to give love so the first part of my prayer starts off with let me learn how to give love first then receive love and if I only give love that's fine too because that's where I'm at right now, learning how to give love. I do want love to be uh, reciprocated. Did I nail that one? Uh, I do want love to be reciprocated, but I don't expect it. I hope I get it back, but it's okay if I don't. Because if I die just trying to give love, I'll be good. I'll be good. If I give love to people, give love to nature... I'll be good. Because why? Because it feels amazing. It's selfish reasons, believe it or not. It's because it makes me feel good. It makes me feel incredible. So, yes. And by doing something selfish of myself, I do something selfless. The most selfless thing. So, take care of yourself. Love yourself. Love yourself a lot. You know, would you want... Do you treat yourself the way you would treat your daughter? No, you treat yourself much harsher. So why would you not treat yourself the way you treat your dog, your daughter, your son, your mom, your wife? You deserve it. You are you are incredible because no one would listen to a book or listen to a podcast or read a book 
about these topics and not be a good person. It's just impossible. I can tell you that right now. Because the people that invade other countries don't are not into love. They're not into this stuff. To them, this is ridiculous. To them, this is just mumbo-jumbo. But to us, for the rest of us, we don't need anything. We're not going to invade your house. We're not going to invade your country. We're not going to harm you. But we're going to love each other, and it feels so much better. We don't need long tables to sit at uh, $2 million yachts, private jets. We don't need that. I mean, I'm not saying I will say no to it. <laughs> don't get me wrong. But we don't need it. What we really need is loving each other. Okay, I feel better now getting it off my chest. Uh, take care. I got a soccer game coming up. So, yeah, have a great rest of your day. Uh, and bye. Bye.